0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Mental Health Uncensored. I'm Shlomi Balzo And I'm Ehud Rostin Thank you guys for joining us today. This week, we are discussing technology. Big stuff. Oh, yeah. It permeates our life, necessarily. While there are, uh, there are sects of Judaism that are sheltering and are limiting tremendously, even the most Hasidish and traditionally-centered conservative groups you know, they have kosher phones, but they have phones. It's happening. Uh, there was a time when you had a bleeper, a bleeper, beeper. You had a a beeper, bleeper. A bleeper. <laughs> it's been that long. And uh, you didn't need a phone. You had payphones phones everywhere.
1: Exactly. And even in those crowds that are totally sheltering their families from technology, <clears throat> discussion still becomes, you know, a discussion if you're someone like that listening, when you wake up your son or daughter and you find them with a smartphone. You know, and suddenly the conversation is brought into your family, something people totally avoid computers and all types of technology And for you. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately for the majority of us, it's not possible. And if, God forbid, that day does happen that your boundaries that you put out for your family are destroyed, let's discuss how to deal with
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, it could be valid to say today in many circumstances that that it's it's impractical to not have, uh, you know, email. You know, just like how you gonna pay your bills, you know? Uh, that's what the world has come to. So how do we deal with that in a balanced and healthy way? And Rob Berkowitz is one of the most balanced and healthy people, if not the most balanced and healthy person I've ever Absolutely. encountered. So this is this is the right, the right address for it. Um, here, here's where, what I wanna open with. There are obvious issues with technology and there are very subtle issues with technology. And often the subtle ones it could be more pervasive than absolutely the loud ones, right? And obviously
1: less discussed, hence less loud. Yeah. So you know, the scary monster in the closet could not be as ugly mm-hmm.
0: as the loud one. Yeah. There's an amazing book, of Nach or recommended to me called. Actually, I knew him, Kipper. It was a cool conversation. He recommended reading a book called Glow Kids. This has nothing to do with, you know, R-rated, ugly stuff on the internet. It just talks about what life happens, what happens to your life when you have a phone, and what happens to our kids when they have a phone, or screen, just a screen. It's about glow kits, you know, because they're glowing, glowing up. <laughs> um, That's cute. Yeah. He has an entire section on gaming. There's, there are billions of hours that are you can't say spent that are wasted on gaming there's no there's no goal there are built-in goals and and, and, and uh, artificial accomplishments in these games you know you know you get that maybe a whole server in itself yeah that, that accomplishment right the need for a sense of accomplishment yeah that we're, yeah i wonder if we're going to get into that okay yeah we will let's do it that, that's awesome i uh, have to formulate it into a question for ruby let's do it yeah. Uh, the game Fortnite, one, one of the many, could be the most popular, but there, there are many games out there of Fortnite. Since its inception, it's been played for more than 10.4 million years.
1: Now, just to put that in perspective, <laughs> just to put that in perspective, it's 100,000 lifetimes. Lifetimes. Yeah. Of 100 years. Of 100 years spent entirely doing nothing but sitting on the game.
0: Right. Well, it's not one person, obviously. You know, we're talking about every gamer across the globe. (laughs) There's not like a hundred million year old person playing Fortnite. (laughs) Um, But, you know, even by the non-Jewish standards that the world is like, you know, 10 billion years old. Like, this is an insane amount of just time. Just the the amount of time that is soaked into our phones. I personally did a survey um, in in a Shiva that I was teaching in. And I just asked guys, you know, would you mind checking your screen time? You know, I did this two, three years ago, and Screen Time had been like a a typical feature on all iPhones, and now it's it's everywhere. So you could see, you could track how how much much time are you spending on your phone, okay? And the average answer I got, there were guys who were you know remarkably studious and disciplined who had less, and there were some guys who were you know just grew up and spent more time with it. The average was seven hours a day. Seven hours a day. Okay, so I broke Ah. it down. You sleep for about. Eight hours. People with phones tend, will will sleep less, right? Your average, your average kid is going to sleep with his phone in bed, yeah. So he's not sleeping better because of his phone. So let's say let's say you're awake for sixteen hours, right? Okay. Almost half of your waking hours are on your phone. That's crazy. So the way the way I open the conversation is I ask these guys, if on your deathbed. I walk into your room, and you're surrounded by all your kids, and grandkids, and all the nachs in the world. And I said, I can give you your lifetime again. I can double your lifetime.
2: Are you Literally. in or not?
0: Wait, just back up a little bit. Right. Half wow. of your lifetime is spent on your phone. Wow. Half of your consciousness is in a screen. Wow. Think about the numbers. It's insane. So this has nothing to do with, with ugly stuff. This is just your time. Time is your life. It's precious.
1: Wow. Wow. wow, wow. Okay. So the question is obviously, yeah. you know, with those things you said about paying your bills and doing the stuff that we need to do, mm-hmm. how do we balance that with obviously not getting addicted? Right. In the strongest way to, I, there's even a, a uh, an addiction center, I think, I, I don't know where it is. I saw videos on it. I think it was in like Hong Kong or something. Of kids that are addicted Just to being like, And they have like Actual centers for it
0: Yeah the, I'm not the, even the talking Chinese about Looking, tab- at,
1: looking at, the, at, the, at the Dark and dirty stuff I'm talking about Literally just Screen time Sure Video games Sure Gaming Sorry. So what, what do you think You know Is the correct approach In someone's life Let's talk about A teenager first Before we get into um, Married people Yeah I think it's a little bit More complicated Because married people Have slightly Or a
0: lot more Responsibility Especially if you're In the workforce which could uh, mean that you need a phone more or that you need to not have your phone so that your kids have a parent. Exactly. No, right. But
1: <laughs> yeah. my, my point is that in the work world, you're obviously going to have more time that you actually need to spend on it. Right. And therefore, it's going to be harder to put it down when you need to. As opposed yeah. to a, a uh, you know, a buffer, an, an exact opposite dynamic, has maybe less responsibility and cares less to be on it. But at the same time, has nothing actually productive to
0: do on it. Sure. Question is, what is productivity? You know, there's like a section of apps called productivity. They're not all that productive. I, I mean, you, you have to ask yourself. You, you mentioned that you wake up one day and your kid has a smartphone. Like, where did you get it from? You, you gave it to him, right? You know, if your sixth grader has a smartphone, it's, it's from his parents. Generally, the question is, okay, the question is, at what stage do you get your kid a smartphone, if any? When, when when do you say that he needs it at what point is it more productive for him than it is destructive and then stepping back is really hard once once you're there once you have it it's very hard to let go
1: right so the question is really how to how to balance it and what the the correct approach is going to be uh, i would love to hear what Rebbe has to say on this yeah let's get into it here we go
0: technology keeps on changing and there was a point where I remember when texting was, the you know, the um, <laughs> What? What's a healthy approach for parents, for Bokrum themselves, for married people, to technology?
2: There are a few parts to it. Um, number one, it's, it's addictive. All technology is addictive. And it doesn't make a difference what it is that you're addicted to, but addiction means that you're out of control. And addictions are not healthy, period. Uh, so that, that's, the, that's the first thing. That's the first thing. And uh, um, once you're addicted, it's hard to get off it. Um, and the important thing is to avoid becoming addictive, which is very difficult because the nature of technology is it's addictive. Uh, and therefore, the less, the better. The second thing is obviously the filtering, where it's all very nice that people say, trust me, trust me, trust me. Uh, I don't know how many kids today are growing up without having been exposed to something they shouldn't have. And then the finest places. Uh, I don't know if that such a thing exists anymore. I don't know if it exists. So, uh, and, and uh, I, I understand that there's a real attempt for, uh, there's a real attempt, even among firm therapists, psychologists, to try to tell you that, you know, it's, it's awesome but it's not really unhealthy. You know, I'm sorry. If it were healthy, it wouldn't be awesome. <laughs> it is awesome, right? because, and it's damaging. It is damaging. It is damaging. I don't know where they are, but we're, we're, de- we're dealing with all the victims of this. Where, where, where marriages are, are are not what they should be. You know, it has a lot to do with it. And this is going for bachrim and this is going for married people. So, you have to limit it and filter it. <laughs> I don't see a prayer. I really don't. I don't see a prayer. Then again, if you're really involved in something where, you know, where that that's the way to go, I mean, come on. Uh, uh, today, you know, out there, uh, out there. If 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 you're not if you're not using AI, you're you're spending you're wasting thousands of hours. <laughs> <laughs> you you can't compete. I mean, uh, but all right. So you, you use what, what's necessary for there, but make sure you you know make sure you're using it for that, and that's it.
0: So there is some room for adapting letting things in
2: what do you mean letting things in I mean you know I mean, in, in in the professional world in the business world you need it and, and the key is that it be well filtered and, and that you limit yourself outside of work technology is the number one time saver and the number one time waste
0: <laughs> to be able to use it without it using us yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: Okay, so the main point I took out of what Abhi said... Yeah. ...is, first of all, it's addictive in any way that you're using it. There's no there's no way to use it that's not extremely addictive. Intrinsically. Intrinsically, and we're not, again, talking about the Dark and Dirty stuff. We're talking about literally using it, going on your banking app.
0: Yeah, it's med- addictive. Medicinal marijuana is also addictive, even though you're using it right. Correct. I mean... Marijuana is a different story. That. Process addiction more than actual addiction. But yeah, but yeah, I think
1: uh, this is actually actually addictive. Screens number two. You obviously are going to have to avoid that, <laughs> avoid the addiction. So that would mean that the less that you have of it is the better. Unfortunately, we need to use it. It's very. and I'm sure you've had this in therapy, but the hardest times in addiction is when there's something that a person needs in life. For example, someone's addicted to food. Mm-hmm. It's an extremely complicated addiction to get over Because on one hand You obviously want to get them off their addiction to food But you can't tell them not to eat Right. In some ways, in some, in some stories you know, Someone's addicted to stuff they shouldn't be doing Like a drug So if you tell them to stop in the right way It's productive and, mm-hmm. they, and if they ever go back Everyone knows that if an alcoholic Is sober for a while and he drinks
0: something It can potentially make him fall back Into what he was originally With alcohol you can cut it out of your life What's unique about eating addictions is that you need food in your life. And what you were saying, where Rebbe also is carving out this little space, there's, there's there's healthy eating, and there's healthy technology. Exactly.
1: It's unfortunate maybe that we need it, but the fact of the fact that we do need it. We really do need it. Next thing. Rebbe said that he doesn't know how many kids are not being exposed, and it's an, an unfortunate truth. Yeah. Um, in the greatest places, in the greatest yeshivas, there's... It's what it is. It's everywhere. Technology is everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. My. Somebody. Somebody that runs something in a large Jewish city told me that he was the head of a shul and he walked in one day and on the monitors for the tzedakah, someone had hacked in and was playing inappropriate stuff on it. So I'm thinking, like, I'm talking about the tzedakah monitors, like the screens for like these tzedakah machines. So we're talking about it can get anywhere potentially and. Kids nowadays are a lot smarter yeah. than the adults. Next, I, I think this
0: generation of adults are a little more on on top of the game for now. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's moving so fast. For now, yeah, we, we have to make sure not to get too overconfident because exactly, yeah. Next is the kids want it that bad; they'll figure it out. Yeah, it's exactly. tremendous. Exactly, exactly. And it's an addiction. I I I learned with a, a fantastic alcoholic, and he he was an alcoholic and a drug addict and he said that he can smoke weed in anything and he can open up a beer bottle using his eyes and a piece of paper when you want something really badly you'll get it so if a kid uh, needs to figure out you know needs his fix um, he can find it on it it's a very sad. machine yeah.
1: very sad um this was a very interesting point which definitely needs a little bit of discussion he said that somebody tried to tell you that it's healthy Started, he said yeah. that if it's healthy, it wouldn't be us Which, I want to just throw that out there as a really nice thing. And I think a lot of times we we, we need to know this. We really need to know this. That Hashem, if you follow, I want to call it the rules, if you follow the relationship with Hashem, it's not unhealthy. Not mentally, not physically. Not a, there's, there's no way that it's unhealthy. So the line that... Yes, kids being exposed to certain schmutz, we'll call it. Some may say, listen, is it unhealthy? It's healthy. healthy. He's a healthy male. She's a healthy girl for her age. They're doing these things. If the Torah said it's wrong, it's not.
0: It's not good for you. It's not good for you. If it's not pleasant, you're doing it wrong. It's true. It's true.
1: And as a thought... The health that the kid has And you, you, you may want to argue that it's healthy for the kid yeah. But you will 100% agree that it ruins marriages And it's unhealthy in adulthood
0: Yeah, look at, look at so the results So then,
1: very hard sell to tell me That it's healthy for a kid And when he passes the threshold It becomes violently unhealthy yeah. Will ruin his wife Life role, Could wreck his entire psychological Like they say the stuff it does to your brain Is just crazy That that's that's more of the of the of the dark stuff on the on the internet as opposed to just um, having it. Even even
0: using the uh, smartphone in a healthy way, it the levels of anxiety and depression are uh, statistically higher, and loneliness for those who are engaged in social media. Even you know not even you know TikTok and Instagram, the regular WhatsApp groups. There is uh, the more invested and engaged you are in social media there is a, an inverse relationship with your loneliness. Wow. Yeah, there are only so many friends that a person can psychologically contain. There's a circle of fives. There are 500 people who you can uh, have in your life, you know, uh, coffee room, cohorts, that type of thing. There are 50 people who you can feel close with, be relatives, people in your class, that type of thing. And then there's like, like 15 people who are like, those are your friends? And five people who you'll take a bullet for, you know, who will pick you up at three AM when you get a flat tire. If you, if you're spotting on your Facebook that you have, you know, twenty thousand friends, you know, a thousand friends, it, it's cheapening friendship, and they're, they're not real. And then you're spending a lot less time in the real relationships.
1: I find that as you're saying this, it's bringing out such a fascinating thing. <clears throat> on certain platforms, it's called friends. On certain platforms is called followers. Wow. I, I as you said that I found it fascinating that I think the second definition is is more right. They follow you. <laughs> now you have now twenty or thirty or forty thousand stalkers. you're <laughs> letting them stalk you. Now also fascinating.
0: But that is also that- says that you're a leader. If you have followers, that means you're leading.
1: Good, good, no, the yeah. truth is it obviously it's not demeaning or people wouldn't like it. Yeah. When you like a picture, you know, there's a certain button on most, if not every social media platform. It's a picture of a heart. You touch mm-hmm. the heart uh-huh. and it glows red yeah. and you yeah. give the person a like. Again, a very big mix-up between love and like and what they did. I'm just throwing out all these terms because I feel like it's cheapening everything it's cheapening love it's cheapening like it's cheapening what it means to be a leader what are you leading and it's cheapening friendship sure and the guy feels like he's popular the girl feels like she's popular and and, and it's all
0: virtual and then the real relationships the ones that actually fill you up with 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 meaning and purpose and, 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 and you know high level pleasure are being neglected
1: the last thing was that Rebby talked about AI and yeah. the fact that that was an example of it's something that you need to keep up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. something that you have to use.
0: Well, the Joneses are, are, are bad, that's, that's not a good thing. This oh, is, keeping up with the... This is like you have to check a mailbox if people are delivering you mail.
1: <laughs> no, right, exactly, meaning if you're trying to be up in the business world, which is hopefully if you're, what you're trying to do if you're in the business world, is to be on top of your game, you need to use all the tools you have, and one of those tools is AI. Or a massive, massive, massive platform. And to and and, and the more you use of those, the more maybe you need of those. And the harder it is to keep your, you know, head out of these things. Yeah. So to filtering is a big thing, where I even said like sometimes it, the filtering might be harder, but you're gonna have to put a boundary on yourself to use it when you need it and not use it when you don't. Yeah. Which is a real discipline and, and personally I feel how it's worked in my life is to have um, people help you out with that. Sure. Especially if you're nervous about yourself getting caught up.
0: Yeah, everyone should be nervous. I'll, you know, I'll come about Never believe in yourself. Exactly. They're, uh, one, th- those who those who uh, take the sheltered road and they, they eliminate it from their life, in a sense, they're taking the easy way out. It's simple. It's clear cut. I don't go anywhere near it. Hear me out those who like Rebbe said AI related and those types of things the email or wherever they need to if their whole Parnassa is online uh, uh, there's a Kolo wife who's a graphic designer right so there is they're, they're using internet that's where Rebbe's two keys are absolutely necessary filtering and limiting we have to make sure I'm using it for what I need it and for nothing else and the, the, the filtering is that that limiter, that help, that outside aid.
1: Ironically, that limiter is the largest sense of freedom you'll ever have. Mm. It's in, in a real way. What I personally did is that when I came to this call that we're in, a lot of it's off of WhatsApp. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, a lot of it's on, a, a lot of the programs run ran once we've got Zoom and we have, we have to follow with the emails and there's a lot of WhatsApp groups with the guys. So there's a big question of exactly what I should do. I don't have to want to keep up with everyone. And the other hand, I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring it into my life. I didn't think it was necessary. Um, and there's so many options now out there. There really are. There's Gentech, and they did not sponsor this video. But um, but there's also this phone that I got, which is an actual the operating system of the phone is a kosher operating system, and they have their apps. They update their apps themselves. There, the, we've come up with so so many innovations. In the filtering system, and it really is a matter. There's web cover, which is you know able to other people monitor your activity. You ever heard of that? Web oh, cover. yes, yeah, yeah, sure. So the other person gets the email of everything you did. Um, there really is a large amount of, of
0: resources for this. And the necessity is deafening. You go to uh, guard your eyes, and and that is a website that'll. Besides for offering all their support and all their programs, and, and like Arvitwarski said uh, that, that, that's our like, first line of defense, if not our only, um, it, it's, they'll refer you. They'll, they'll forward you to all of these websites and programs and tag, and, and Clyso knows there's a problem. You know, they, there's an addictive substance that is ravaging. It's, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You know? And it's legal. It's legal, and sometimes it's necessary. It's very hard. Yeah, really,
1: really. I beg you. I encourage you. If you're listening to this and you're struggling with something, to send an email to Shlaimy, and he will—he knows his stuff. To send an email of if you're struggling, please. I'm begging you. No name, make up email address. I don't care. He will. He'll tell you what to do. He know. He knows people. He knows things. He's he's dealt with this loss a lot. You personally. <laughs> deal with a lot of internet addiction. This Absolutely. This is really your area.
0: Yeah, 10, ten, ten years ago, Rav Orlewick uh sent me on a mission to become a non-substance abuse counselor. And at the time, I had no idea what it meant. <laughs> Turns out it means uh, an internet addiction uh, counselor, a uh, therapist. Uh, it took me a couple of years, but now you know that that's where I'm at. And uh, I deal with adolescents. I deal with, you know, Shiva guys. And everyone in one way, shape, or form is deeply affected with very, very few exceptions by technology. It could be through loneliness. It could be just time. And how does a person be mindful when there's always something to be on their mind? It's constant and it's incessant. To be able to, to live a life side by side with your phone is incredibly challenging
1: can I ask you a question for people listening and maybe maybe we'll end with this I know this is a big subject but can you share a story of somebody who was struggling and one method you used with that person to help him get through you know his challenge with the internet
0: yeah Um, it's always gonna come from the client themselves Uh, you know it's like this with anything in therapy Uh, I can't take any steps for you Uh, you know I'll, I'll I'll bring you to the recognition. I'll walk with you through the steps. Um, I'll, I'll take the side of you that really, really wants to live a productive and healthy and mindful life. And, you know, there are guys that, that go out and smash their phones. You know, that's a lot of fun. Um, there's nothing. I mean, I've seen guys with hammers smashing their phones. It's, uh, it's, 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 there's wow. no pleasure that costs that much <laughs> you know just to watch that their $350 brand new phone gets smashed to smithereens it feels amazing Yeah, there's no pleasure you could buy for that money um, but then there are guys that take it slowly they'll give a uh, they'll sign up for a filter There, are, like you said there's tons of them they'll join the support groups many many Ashivas have support groups and Iberkowitz is a very very big proponent of this the guys should get together and talk about it because if you leave this as your dark side as this thing that you know I have my phone and then I have that other phone Um, that other phone is an endless black hole of you know with the caveat he said that make sure you do it in a
1: very mature way and if unfortunately a lot of teenagers are not going to be on the maturity level do it with an adult ask everybody to join you in this group and and there it's very work did say that he was less a fan of it at the beginning when he heard of it for obvious reasons um, because it can turn into a group of lights on us and a group that is counterproductive you know it it makes people feel maybe good about what they're doing it makes people feel like um what they're doing is not so bad but in the end of the day he's a big fan of it for again obvious reasons because there is not many other solutions unfortunately and lamaiso this one does work if done correctly yeah. And we, I really, really, again, encourage you. If you're dealing with something like this, there's a lot of uh, shame involved with it, a lot of loneliness, as Shlami said. Please reach out. Send okay. an email.
0: Guard Your Eyes has an entire team of uh, counselors, people yes. you can You can talk with. You can email,
1: email them as well, or actually only. Yeah. If you're more comfortable emailing Shlemi, go for it. If you're... More comfortable emailing an organization, which I would definitely hear that. Yeah, you're, your eyes is, a, is an amazing organization.
0: You're normal. You're one in, in, in so many, so many, so many tens of can, thousands. Can
1: we, can we emphasize that yeah. real quick? I want to. I want to actually. I'm sorry. One more thing for all I'm the normal. listeners. You're normal.
0: Can we say that a hundred times? Yeah, and say it again and again and again. You're normal. You're normal. You're normal. You're normal. And, and in that's, fact, do these groups do. Would, you'd, you'd be, be weird. Yeah.
1: You would not be normal. You, the girl <laughs> listening to this. You, the boy listening to this. If you didn't struggle. For two reasons. One, it's a very normal struggle.
0: It is addictive.
1: And B, and this is a big one and maybe a drop deeper than the first one. If you're struggling with this, that's you. So that is normal. That's where you're at. You can only be yourself. So aside from the fact that it's a literally regular struggle, and I'm talking about where Berkowitz said what what it's commonly known is 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 way 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 more than than majority of people struggle with this. It's not fifty one percent. It's more. It's more than fifty one percent. It's a lot more. And, and please
0: reach out. We should use this incredible tool that the Beis has given us in these these years, these few years before Mashiach comes. Ah for the absolute best thing that we could do and you know there's so much so much good out there and uh, we should use it and uh, not abuse it and very good bezer-shem. we should only see Simcha's happiness relax soon we'll be ordering our cabanas on Amazon Heh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm main I'm at have a fantastic Shabbos